Hello and welcome once again to Beat the Reset. My name is Tim and I am the guy in the hat. And this week's podcast is about consumers versus investors. And I can talk about this with some element of experience because I have been a consumer for the better part of my life. I was born into the middle class and I was taught through the education system how to be a consumer. And the education system did their job well. They told me how to save my currency. I'll call it currency. I don't want to call it money. And they taught me how to put it in a bank account and then how that when I leave school, I can get a job. But what school didn't teach me is they didn't teach me how to get a mortgage. They didn't teach me anything about how to survive financially. All they really taught me was that I could use things. And that's just what I did. As a consumer, I spent the better part of my life being an end user. And I could never figure out why it was I never seemed to have any currency, let alone any assets. And uh, it just seemed to be an ongoing uh, downward spiral. And it wasn't until I was in my mid-40s to late 40s that I started to think that maybe there was something I was missing. So had I just simply relied on my education that I was given as a child, I probably never would have got to this realization that I have right now. And one of the most important things in in becoming an investor is, first of all, it's the mind shift or the mindset that you are going to need. You cannot become an investor with a consumer mindset. So I had to go about the task of remodeling and rebranding my thoughts and the way I approached life. And I had to do it with relatively almost no idea where to start. So the question is, where did I start? And I remember that uh, I got an introduction into precious metals uh, in uh, 2016, 2017, and I'd never heard of such a thing. All I ever thought of was currency and that we save currency in the bank and we go and get a mortgage and isn't that what it's all about? But it turns out there were other assets that no one had ever told me about. And as a consumer, I was just used to getting things and using them. I'd never thought about actually investing in assets for the, for the future other than, say, for example, a house or property or real estate. But again, that's fraught with danger because you're tied to a commercial bank with a mortgage. And as long as everything goes to plan, you will be able to pay off your house and uh, hopefully you will get the title on that house. And that's pretty much all anybody could ever hope for, apart from maybe uh, owning a car. And uh, But I'd never thought as an investor thinks. So you can imagine as a consumer starting to read all these things that I'd never seen before. I was reading about uh, things called stocks and shares and equities and put options and bonds and uh, all these things called derivatives and there was these things called central banks that I'd never even heard of and then I found out that uh, currency uh, was not actually money and that was the big shock and eye-opener that finally I'd got to this point where I woke up. And I realized that, hang on a minute, this currency 
isn't money. So therefore, it's not going to get me to the place that I was told it was going to get me to. And it was a little white lie that has been perpetrated by uh, our educational institutions and our governments for a very, very long time. So fiat currency, as I mentioned, uh, is not money. And I've done a, pr- a podcast previously talking about this exact topic. And I've also done a podcast about gold and silver and the fact that they are actually our monetary system. So the word investor really frightened me at first. I thought, as, uh, as all consumers do, is that an investor was someone who had lots of money and was from the, the upper class and was from the top end of town. I had never, I'd never considered that uh, being a consumer from the middle class that I could somehow turn my life around and become an investor. I didn't even know how to invest. I thought you needed a stockbroker. That's at least what we're led to believe. So I started doing a little bit of reading and a little bit of self-education and straight away after doing a few searches, I realized there were some very clever people that were within my reach uh, and that could potentially help me change from this mindset of consumer to investor. And one of the early uh, people I came across online was Robert Kiyosaki and specifically his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I thought was an absolutely fantastic kind of dichotomy of having two parents, one that was kind of entrenched in the system and the other that was had this investor mentality. What an incredible uh, thing to happen as a child. And uh, shortly after Robert Kiyosaki, I discovered Mike Maloney and, of course, The History of Money. Uh, And that series was just an incredible eye-opener. And before I even started getting into precious metals and actually buying them, I was starting to get this sort of education that I'd uh, I'd missed out on. My educational institutions had failed me miserably. They'd never told me about the likes of Robert Kiyosaki or Mike Maloney. They never told us about precious metals and what they could do for us if we just owned them, even for the for, for, even if we had just a small amount. Uh, so Mike Maloney led me on to many many other people. I discovered people like Jim Rickards, uh, Gerald Salente, uh, Gregory Manorino, Stansbury Research, uh, and a whole host of incredible people that uh, just started flooding my way. You know, the um, uh, the journey of a thousand steps starts with just one, one small step. So uh, there I was. So I started this transition of reading and consuming information. And I have to be totally honest with you. I had no idea what I was reading most of the time. I didn't know what a derivative was. I didn't know what a bond was. I didn't know what a central bank did, um, let alone where they came from. And, uh, you know, even if they exist, where I'd even find one. So I'd never heard of minted. Uh, the, I'd never heard of mints before in terms of places that uh, mint coins. I'd never heard of refineries. I had so much work ahead of me, but I think there was a realization that I needed to make this transition. I needed to change something because from where I was sitting and and what I could see. This, this consumer mentality that I was born into was going to lead me to, to the total sum of absolutely nowhere. 
And I was also seeking happiness and uh, I was looking and yearning for this higher frequency of happiness. Um, Yet every time I considered my inverted commas financial situation in the system, uh, I used to lose my happiness very quickly as a lot of people do. Um, However, Soon after reading uh, and researching and and doing my homework, I realized that an investor is someone maybe just like me or somebody just like you. So if you're listening to this, you can be an investor. And the word invest just simply meant to, uh, to protect my future wealth in some way, and not just wealth, spirituality, health, uh, mindset, you know, physical, physical being, you know, you can invest in all sections of your life, in your friendships, in your relationships, uh, in your children, uh, in your education, that just goes on and on. And I wish so much that I knew about this word investor and, and how it was so easily accessible. But the one thing I really want to say about becoming an investor is it was a mindset shift. That was it. It wasn't an amount of money. I'd always thought to be an investor, I had to find some broker on Wall Street and, you know, or uh, on Collins Street in Melbourne and, uh, you know, they, they, I'd give them a certain amount of money and then they, they would put it into some sort of complex investment. And you see, this is it. This is the interesting thing. We are told that to become an investor, and that's in the financial, uh, the financial terms, you have to. It's very complex. We are told it's a complex system. You know, you don't understand it. You won't understand it. So you need to find somebody that understands it. Well, it actually isn't actually complicated. It's actually simple. It's just they tell you it's complicated and they use really big words that uh, much like the medical profession do and and the science profession, you know, they use these huge words that, you know, we, you know, if they're more than two or three syllables, we start going cross-eyed. And it's the same in finance and it's the same in the monetary system. You know, they use these complex words to kind of deter us from from really looking down these paths of of investment and uh, it's really designed to just be for the elites, but uh, it's not for the elites. In fact, uh, you can easily shift out of your middle-class consumer mentality by simply understanding that all of this investment is within your reach. Now, I talk predominantly about precious metals investment. That's what I'm talking about. And there's also an argument that precious metals are not an investment because, of course, they're more of an insurance package. They protect your wealth in times of um, financial and monetary system failures. So, um, but from that perspective, I'm happy to call it an investment. Now, here's the interesting thing. Once I'd collected enough information from uh, Robert Kiyosaki and Mike Mullaney and the guys, I decided to go out and start purchasing metals for myself. And of course, nothing will teach you the greater, any greater lesson than actually physically going and doing something. You can read all you like about this stuff. But it's not until you physically get out there and actually go and talk to people, talk to bullion dealers, talk to other metals investors, uh, and start having the experiences for yourself. For example, I remember getting my first piece of gold bullion, my first one ounce bar. And I was expecting them to hand over this kind of giant cricket bat sized thing. In fact, it was the size of uh, a tiny lolly. And uh, I I couldn't understand at first how this had such enormous value. But uh, I've since come to understand it's not so much that 
the gold bar has enormous value, it's that our currency has no value. That's the We've got everything around the wrong way. But one thing I did notice was that as soon as I had those precious metals in my hand, I suddenly felt like I was an investor. I felt like I had wealth. In fact, it was the first time in my life I felt like I had true wealth. It didn't feel like fiat currency. It felt like something that had taken enormous work, enormous craftsmanship to get this to market. Something which fiat currencies don't have because, of course, they're easily printed by governments and central banks. So the feeling of investor was something that I realized I had never felt before. And in that moment, my life actually changed and I started to reach happiness at last. Because all those roadblocks, those consumer roadblocks that I had created or that the system had uh, created for me, uh, were suddenly removed. And there was this bridge that just appeared across from consumer over to investor. And thus began my soiree and life into precious metals and I started to learn as much as I could learn. I looked at that little gold bar and then I thought, well, what else can I get? I guess I knew in an instant that a two ounce bar wasn't going to be that much bigger and that a half ounce bar was going to be even smaller. And then I thought, hang on, there's also this thing called silver. And then I got into silver and then uh, got into coins and of course I'm very big on coins. Uh, If anybody listens to my channel, uh, you would know I'm major on coins. In fact, I'm going to do a whole podcast on coins. So investor mentality in a nutshell is simply a choice. It's simply an education or a re-education process. Any one of us can do it. It is absolutely accessible to every single one of us. And as I said, I'm not a financial guy. I barely understand most of the financial concepts. However, what I do understand is that the consumer mentality leads us to the total sum of absolutely nowhere. And if we stay in that system, then we are going to live a life of financial slavery. And I have loved the precious metals journey from the moment I started it. I still love it. I still continue to invest as much as I can, whenever I can. All disposable funds go on precious metals because I want to retain that incredible feeling of of happiness and uh, gratitude and so on. Well, uh, that's pretty much it for today. I just wanted to jump in and do this quick podcast. I'm going to be doing these podcasts um, pretty much every week. And I hope you're enjoying this series. Um, this um, uh, This is called my season one series. So I'm just going to go through a few topics and then we're going to get down to more detail in upcoming series. So until I see you next time, please stay safe, look after your health, look after your wealth, look after your families. And I look forward to seeing you next time.